0: Welcome Dr. Hooven, thank you so much for being here today for this Take 5 interview. My first question is, why do you disagree with scholars who argue that human behavioral and psychological sex differences can
1: best be explained by the environment rather than biology? Great. Eva, first of all, thank you so much for having me and for such a great opening question. So any evolutionary biologist, which is what I am, understands that any complex behavior in any organism uh, is a result of interactions between genes and the environment. So this is interesting for um, animals that have two sexes, which is the majority of us, uh, because Males, at least in mammals, have different genes than females that lead to uh, testicles that produce testosterone and sperm instead of eggs. So organisms that produce sperm instead of eggs have on average a different set of physical and behavioral strategies they use to reproduce. And that plays out in different environments in different ways. So the way that sex differences are expressed is completely dependent on the environment and in humans that means culture ecology you know it could be economic environment uh political environment religious it could be the temperature how much corn is available like all this stuff is going to impact uh the way sex differences play out but you're going to see some patterns expressed on average, like males are more aggressive than females, pretty much across the board. But the specific way that that plays out, the extent of the sex difference, the extent of, say, male violence, uh, whether it's via football or via actually killing people, that's going to vary. So I disagree with anyone who says that any complex behavior is solely due to culture or is it cultural or social construction.
0: What are the dangers of denying or downplaying these biological differences between males and females? This is very
1: important to me. So I want to kind of start by saying when ideology creeps into science, we lose the ability as a democracy to allow all voices into the discussion about how certain aspects of reality, certain scientific facts should impact certain policy decisions. So people within liberal institutions want to safeguard the facts or even manipulate the facts because they have a specific uh, ideological approach to some very you know, controversial issues that we're facing today. That is not okay. That's when you're headed towards a dictatorship of some kind, and that is the, the biggest danger to me, is when we manipulate the production, dissemination, and sort of discussion of facts in order to promote a certain ideology. We are such a powerful, amazing—I'm going to start crying—amazing democracy and uh what that means is letting people who disagree with you have their voice and have the same facts and the same words and the same basic concepts, Concepts like there are two sexes. I think a danger of denying biology is we're denying reality and we're doing it for ideological reasons. And that's destroying democracy and it's destroying faith in science and it's destroying our institutions.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Thank you. And my final question is, should individuals who go through puberty before transitioning from male to female be permitted to participate in sports as women, and why or why not?
1: So again here, what I think has really screwed up this discussion is ideology, is a hoarding of the facts, is a manipulation of the science, is a shaming of people who uh, disagree with the kind of progressive social justice viewpoint, which is that males who identify as female or who are trans, uh, trans women in this case, should of course be allowed to participate in fem- in the female category in sports that is one view another i think reasonable view that reasonable people you know can disagree with that other view is that no these are males they have biological advantages they should not be allowed no matter how they identify and people are getting hurt on both Sides here. The most important thing is that we do the science that we need that will bear on these policy outcomes. I believe that science shows very clearly that uh, testosterone in male puberty—it's just obvious. Like there's to me, there's just no question. It's ridiculous that people are even debating this. Of course, it gives males a physical advantage over females. Males can beat the crap out of females. Everybody knows it. They're bigger, faster, stronger on average. So there has to be a very good argument to be made to allow uh, trans women into female sports. Let's have that argument. Let's have the opposing argument. So I think we need more open discussion and science involved in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome.